You're listening to Tech Writer Voices, a podcast covering the latest trends in technical communication, specifically for technical communicators. I'm your host, Tom Johnson, and today I'm talking with RJ Haquez. RJ is a senior technical evangelist for Adobe, specifically for the new Adobe Technical Communication Suite, which they just released. Before joining Adobe, uh, RJ was VP of Technology at Quadrilay and also a product manager at eHelp. So RJ, can you tell us a little bit about what this new technical communication suite includes? Uh, absolutely. In fact, you know, we, we announced it on September 25th, and it is now uh, shipping. It's, uh, people are downloading it, and, and you know, the, the responses to that has been, have been really, really amazing. Um, so basically what it is, this is um, uh, a suite of, of four tools, basically, and we have um, full copies of FrameMaker 8. Uh, we have RoboHub 7. We have Captivate 3. And we have the superset version of Acrobat Professional, and it's called um, Acrobat 3D. Now, we also have in that same suite, we also have a, a RoboSource Control, which, um, which is a version control system for RoboHub. We have a uh, full-featured um, uh, screen capturing tool called uh, Robo Screen Capture, and uh, Acrobat 3D also comes with the toolkit that allows people to do um, additional manipulation of 3D models, like uh, control the lighting, uh, control the animation, uh, set up exploded views, and and other things as well. So now these these four different products aren't just bundled together. They interact with each other in interesting ways. Can you talk about that interaction? Yeah, in fact, you know, uh, Adobe is very um, uh, particular about the uh, naming conventions that we use. And, you know, we, we can liken the technical communication suite uh, very close to the creative suite. And there's a lot of integration in the creative suite for creative professionals. Um, you know, you can you can import a, a uh, an Illustrator file into Photoshop, double click it, it goes back to Illustrator, and so forth. And and we really follow that same um, mentality here. And you know, there, there's so much uh, integration between these tools. But I'm just going to mention a few. Um, in FrameMaker, for example, you know, if you're in the middle of authoring a document that's going to go to PDF, that's going to go to print or XML, you can actually initiate a Captivate recording right from the file menu. And one of the nice things about that is what happens is FrameMaker minimizes, uh, Captivate launches, it goes into recording mode. Uh, you basically record, you know, whatever steps you want, and you can edit those steps further. And um, you simply have to save that and, you know, basically shut down Captivate. And, of course, that movie that you just recorded is going to appear where the cursor was uh, when you initiated that recording. Now, if you need to edit that further after it's been inserted into FrameMaker, you can just right-click on it, edit it with Captivate, and uh, it launches back in Captivate. You can edit it all you want, exit again, and it's um, you know refreshed back in um, in FrameMaker. Um, the, pretty much the same thing happens between RoboHub and Captivate, and I know that a lot of our customers um, they have been using these two products for a long time. And you know, one of the things you can do in, in RoboHub is you can also initiate a Captivate recording much the same way that I just described it. Um, you can also go into Captivate and you can uh, generate the movie or import that movie if it's already created. And of course, there's also a really nice feature that you can, you can uh, or output that you can create in Captivate, and it's called a step-by-step -step file. 
And that's basically uh, whatever movie you have will be generated into a step-by-step file. You can import that into RoboHelp, and then on top of that, add maybe the Captivate movie um, um, in a uh, dynamic HTML uh, drop-down hotspot, for example. So that's that's another um, uh, well-integrated functionality that we have. And, of course, FrameMaker and Acrobat, um, not a whole lot more I can say about that other than the fact that uh, you can now leverage uh, 3D design assets in your FrameMaker documents directly. So as opposed to you importing uh, 2D bitmaps of uh, 3D CAD models, which has proven to be ineffective, you can actually bring in the 3D model now. You can double-click it from within frame. It opens up in the uh, toolkit that ships with Acrobat 3D. You can create exploded views. You can control the animation, save that, come back to FrameMaker, and it's updated automatically. And then, of course, the other thing that we're introducing in the TechCom suite is the ability to initiate a, uh, um, a file review right from within FrameMaker. So not only can you save uh, the file as just a regular frame, a PDF file, but you can actually save it as PDF and send it out for review, and this will initiate an email review as well. And then perhaps, you know, the, um, the, the biggest uh, news in the TechCom suite um, it's, it's what we call, you know, sort of groundbreaking integration between uh, FrameMaker and RoboHelp. And the idea there is that you do your authoring and you can publish, print, and PDF and XML and FrameMaker. You can also add 3D models and captivate movies and screenshots and callouts and so forth. And once you're done with that, you can bring that book or as many books as you, as you have or want into RoboHelp as a live link and the nice thing about that is you can continue authoring and editing in FrameMaker, and whenever your FrameMaker source changes, you simply have to come back into RoboHelp and do an update, and, of course, RoboHelp goes to work and uh, picks up the, uh, the latest changes that you've done um, in FrameMaker since the last time. So as you can see, it's not just, uh, you know, a bundle of four products put together. Uh, we, we, we put in a lot of work into um, adding a uh, very tight integration between these tools. And, uh, and again, the, uh, the feedback that we've gotten from our customers is that very happy with the, with the uh, integration that we built into the products. Can you talk a little bit more about that step-by-step file that you mentioned? I, I didn't quite understand exactly, and it sounded really interesting, and I uh, want to know more about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's really interesting because it, it, every screenshot that we're taking – um, in Captivate from any product that you record, uh, we're not only just, you know, recording the mouse movement, but we're also recording the places that you're clicking. And every one of those places uh, adds a highlight, what we call a highlight box. And so one of the things that we do is when we generate the step-by-step file, we take a look at every screen uh, within that Captivate uh, file, and um, we take every step and we number those steps in the end, and we also take every single one of those highlighted areas, and we take a screenshot of that, so in the end, you end up with a file that has step one through 10 or 20, and uh, whatever captions you have in that slide will display in text, and then next to it, it'll display that screenshot of the highlighted area that you have. So it's really, really cool, and I think it's probably one of those features that it's best uh, illustrated um, you know, through a video, but uh, 
than than maybe words. Well, that's pretty pretty cool. So the uh, new move or the the direction is for authors to author in FrameMaker and then output to the online help through RoboHelp. Yeah, you know, and, and I, a lot of people have been doing this, um, obviously, for a long time, and they've been using tools like uh, WebWorks Publisher and Mythical. They're quite popular in that area. Um, but we also have a lot of customers that, that have been using FrameMaker for a long time. They've been using RoboHelp as well. And, you know, they've been asking us to, to really do a tight integration between these tools. That's exactly what we've done. And, you know, if you go back a, a few versions back, um, you know, the process was very long and cumbersome. Um, there was a lot of conversion to, to the MIF format in FrameMaker before you could actually bring it into RoboHelp. And, you know, our goal was to, um, to do a seamless transition um, and reusability of that content without first having to convert the FrameMaker documents to MIF, but rather actually bring those uh, native files in their native format, FM or .book, and be able to bring them in uh, in a live uh, kind of way and, of course, um, um, apply a style sheet to it, um, enable customers to do style mappings, uh, to do ignoring the auto number of frame in the help system, and, of course, you know, still enable our customers to continue authoring in FrameMaker and uh, simply come back to RoboHelp and do an update and pick up the latest changes since the last time. You are also describing how within FrameMaker, FrameMaker, you can insert Captivate movies and initiate Captivate movies. So, when you publish that final PDF, uh, I'm assuming that these um, screen demos play right within the PDF. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this, this is, um, to my surprise, this is this is one of those things that not too many people know about. And we've actually been playing Flash content in PDF pretty much since Adobe acquired Macromedia, and that was one of the first uh, things we did. And so, you know, what we're finding is that, uh, especially for instructional designers who would like to supplement their, uh, you know, written word and lots of screenshots and lots of description and objectives, you know, they're finding it really appealing to create their instructional documents in FrameMaker to supplement those documents using a Captivate movie to save that file as a PDF, and it's it's an all-inclusive experience. And, of course, anybody uh, that gets this file uh, that has a free Adobe PDF reader, um, 7.1 and higher, by the way, is able to actually look at a single PDF, click on that Captivate movie, click play, and be able to get that complete experience, sort of a blended learning experience, which is text and, of course, audio and video at the same time. Do you think that um, providing Captivate with these other tools is going to um, make it more likely that, that technical writers do more screen demonstrations, that they do more video? I mean, previously, you had to have you had to really make an investment in a separate tool. Now, if they're all bundled together, it seems like you, you give Captivate to the, to the technical writer. You can integrate it in the help. Uh, do you think videos are going to proliferate now? I think so, and I think people have been doing this for for a long time. I mean, anytime I get a new application, you know, one of the first things that I do is I hit the F1 and I see the help system, and um, more and more when I do that, I'm finding um, uh, show-me movies or even simulations, and, 
you know, the, the good news for us, obviously, is, is a lot of those movies uh, have been created using Captivate. So I do see, we do see this huge trend of, of you know, not, not only technical communicators, obviously that's our industry, but we're also seeing, uh, you know, tech support people leverage Captivate. Um, we're seeing uh, SMEs, you know, do some pretty amazing things using Captivate and so forth. And, in fact, internally at Adobe, this is one of the fastest uh, uh, growing products, um, and, and that is Captivate. So, so we do believe that by giving our customers all of the tools that, that a, a typical technical communicator or instructional designer would need, and, you know, as they begin to see more examples, I, I do believe that that's going to drive uh, the adoption um, of more uh, movies in the help system as well as in the uh, PDFs and instructional design documents. I'm curious about the the marketing strategies of offering products as suites. I mean, there's lots of different creative suites that you offer from web design to the master collection that contains all kinds of different products. Now you have the technical communication suite. What's the the strategy behind offering suites instead of individual products? Well, you know, I, I think we, we began this um, a few years back with the creative suite one, and I think it had four products at the time. The creative suite two, I think we added two, uh, two or three products. And as you mentioned, uh, with the Creative Suite 3, which we announced earlier this year, we now have a, uh, I think we call it a web premium and standard. Um, uh, we also have a master collection that has most of our products. Now, at Adobe, we have 80-plus products now, and so we have the luxury of, of adding more, more products to, to the suite as we, um, as we update them. And so, you know, for us, it was, it was only a matter of time um, I, I always like to use the puzzle metaphor in the sense that, you know, we've had FrameMaker and Acrobat for over 20 years, um, and, and they were a big part of this, of this technical communication suite. But really where it came together for us was the acquisition of Macromedia, because with that acquisition, we got the two pieces that we, were, that we needed. Uh, number one was RoboHelp, and then, of course, Captivate also. And so, you know, when I, when I started talking about this, I was in Germany, and, uh, you know, at the end, the lady said, well, what took you guys so long? And so I think the market expectation was certainly there. We had all the tools we needed, and we put it all together, and we just needed to work on, on the integration, which is, you know, what we've been doing for the last uh, five quarters. So, so this is certainly something that uh, we're doing as a company, and, uh, and we also realize that a lot of the technical communicators use other tools outside of the tech com suite like Photoshop and Illustrator and uh, Flash and so forth, um, you know. So it's exciting to to think of what what the uh, TechCom Suite Two is is going to have. I actually have both a uh, Creative Suite and a TechCom Suite, and I've found that the Creative Suite actually goes really well with the TechCom Suite because if you open up RoboHelp and then you open up Dreamweaver, you can edit the style sheet in Dreamweaver, and it it's a lot easier than a, in a text editor because it gives you prompts. And then if you if you uh, want to manipulate a graphic, you can open up Photoshop, and it's nice to have them all right there. Now, I have another question. Uh, one of the things that is new in RoboHelp 7 is support for 35 different languages. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Is that a huge breakthrough? Or, um, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's pretty big. Um, I, I personally don't like the fact that we specify 35 because uh, I think a lot of people say, well, you know, there are many more than 35, and, and certainly that is true. But 
I think a better way to approach this is, you know, we added Unicode support, which means that you can literally author and, um, you know, insert any character that's supported by Unicode, and that's just about any character in the world. We also added support for double-byte languages like, um, you know, Japanese and Chinese and Korean. So that pretty much covers uh, every language in the world. Now, the reason why we have to be specific, uh, specific about 35 languages is because we actually ship 35 uh, dictionaries, um, and so we have uh, spell checking, we have hyphenation, um, and we have those things that we only support in the 35 languages. But, <clears throat> you know, when it comes to actually authoring and publishing, it, it goes way, way beyond the, the 35. It's just that the 35 is for very specific um, functionality like spell checking and thesaurus and uh, hyphenation. So that's exactly, that's what we mean by that. What would you say the roadmap is for uh, this technical communication suite? What are you guys working on? Well, you know, like like any software company, I mean, as soon as you release one, you start working on, on the other one. And, and I can tell you that um, it's a great question because you mentioned the roadmap for the tech suite as opposed to for the individual products because, you know, as we have seen with the creative suite, um, every time there's a new release, you get brand new updates of every one of those components. That's exactly our plan. So, you know, when uh, when we come out with the, the Adobe Technical Communication Suite, you're going to see a brand new version of FrameMaker. You're going to see a brand new version of RoboHelp, a brand new version of um, Captivate, and of course, a full copy and a new version of Acrobat as well. So that's a plan, and, and of course, you probably know that uh, it's company policy that we don't we don't talk about um, um, uh, expected dates or anything, but that's the way that people should be thinking about where we're going with the uh, technical communications suite. Now, you guys have uh, a lot of blogs for your products, and every once in a while, I'll go check out the the uh, technical communications blog. And um, I'm just wondering, what's been the experience of that blog? Have you you just started it probably six months ago? Um, has have you uh, has it met your expectations or w- what do you think? Well, it, there, it, there's very little I can comment on that just because I'm not um, actively involved. Uh, that's more on the product management side. Uh, but but I I have heard some great things about it. Um, it. It comes up if if you Google anything about one of our products, and I know the uh, product management team they they keep um, they keep it pretty up to date and. And fresh, and uh, and I've seen some great content. Uh, like one of the recent articles was on how to work with the um, FM Styles CSS file, the Cascading Style Sheet file that controls the FrameMaker documents. And uh, so often, when I get questions from my customers, I send them to that, and I think it's a great resource for us to have, and of course for our customers as well. Where can speaking of resources and tutorials. Where can people go to learn how how to use all the new features in RoboHelp Seven and, and the other products? I mean, is there is there a lot of tutorials somewhere? Well, this is this is something that we're working on internally, and that's kind of one of my responsibilities. And um, I, I'm the person that does all the e seminars, so I, I try to make the e seminars not only about um, information and pricing and all that, but I really try to make it the most um, uh, learning oriented as possible, and that's obviously one source. And we continue to have, I think we have about two or three a month. Um, and I certainly encourage your listeners to uh, to 
check those out. Um, but I'm also planning on putting together a library of videos using Connect where people can go and, and learn not only about these products um, individually, but really I, I think that the, the, the value proposition of, of the tech comes suite is for people to learn how to use these tools together in the way that creative professionals use the, the creative suite. Um, and we also have um, um, other resources out there um, like uh, Icon Logic. I think you had an interview with Kevin Siegel, and I think he has some great content on RoboHub 7 and Captivate 3. Uh, but, you know, we're also looking forward to um, having other trainers step up and, and, and talk a little bit more about the, um, the integrated features as opposed to just the individual tools. Well, RJ, is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to, you have any concluding thoughts here on, on any of these Adobe products? Um, I mean, that's nothing, you know, nothing really. I mean, I, I think you asked me most of the questions that I was expecting. Uh, uh, you know, I just want to say that it's, it's an exciting beginning. Um, there's so much more, obviously, to be done. And, and, and you know, as far as um, feedback goes, we have a lot of um, excited uh, customers and, they continue to send us some uh, some great feedback for for the next release as well. So, all right, RJ. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Great, thank you, Sean.